Selfish. This is a very quick mini episode. Hey, Amy, how are you doing? Hey. Oh, I'm all right. How are you? I'm good. We've had an announcement, so we thought we'd talk about it very quickly with anybody who wants to hear us ramble and rant. March the 8th, da, 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 da. they're returning to school. How do you feel? Um. Oh, do you know what? It's really funny. I was thinking about this. In the morning, I was on local radio and they asked me lots of questions, including, would you miss your kids if they went back to school? And I think the soundbite is just me laughing and saying, (laughs) no, (laughs) no, they're fine. Um, But when the announcement came, and obviously I was watching it um, after, because we recorded an episode that day, didn't we? And then I came off and I was watching the BBC News feed as he was in the Commons. And it became real. And I was still a bit like, oh, is it actually happening? Um, I just, I wasn't as hyper as I thought I would be. I thought I'd be like, yes, let's have some champagne. Let's do this. But actually, I was knackered. It was literally like, I'm just really tired. We've still got to do this for two weeks. I've got a boy who really doesn't want to be... I mean, he's got brilliant teachers who is working very hard to motivate him. But I think we've got a 10-year-old who is in a house of introverts and he's an extrovert. Oh, my God, same. He's so like my little boy too, and who is also 10. And he is... He's ready. He's so ready. He When I told him he was going back to school on March the 8th, he actually cried. Yeah, with happiness, I should add. He was so relieved. And he's, you know, like you're saying, they, they do well, don't they, at home? He, yeah, they've done but. so well. And they've had really good provisions from school. But at the end of the day, they miss their friends. They miss their interaction. So I am really happy. But, and I know a lot of people are very relieved about the roadmap for everything else. I'm really happy that football comes back at the end of the month, you know, a couple of weeks after that. But I just, I'm finding it quite tiring. I I thought I'd be lighter and more relieved, but actually I'm a little bit, I think I described it in a group um, earlier. So I said, are you all right? And I said, I'm really tired. It's like that part in a marathon, as if I've run a marathon. This is how I would imagine it's a part of the marathon (laughs) where you know you're going to do it and you know you can achieve it. You've just got to slow down a little bit and just keep plodding on and I think that's it I'm just at the plodding on stage rather than the auto pilot just not thinking about it I'm at the okay so we've now got nine and a half days of school left we've now got eight and a half days of school left spot on you know I put a little poll out today saying does anybody else feel like oh just (laughs) oh that describes it well doesn't it just oh I was happy like you at the announcement but not Jumping around, champagne, 
excited. I am excited that things are going to get back to normal, but also I know that people are a bit stupid and behave stupidly. There are people that are not going to, that people are going to not follow the rules now because he said that now. Does that mean this weekend some people are going to go out there and go, well, you know, he's saying it's all all right now so we can have some friends around this weekend. And then, I don't know, it's almost like too good to be true, too good to believe because this has been going on for a year. Definitely. I I was thinking about this. I was a lot more optimistic in September than I am now. And it's just because I don't know if I've just become cynical or I've just woken up to it or it's just because it's going on. I mean, the 18th of March is when they announced the schools close last year. And that was my birthday. And I'm heading into a second birthday in Me too. March this. babies. We've had double lockdown <laughs> birthdays. Not fair, man. This is it. Not fair. Everyone who's had one, we're going to have two. Um, and yeah, it was. Um, it, I think that's maybe making me a little bit tireder. I am apprehensively looking forward to the summer, but I am definitely more apprehensive than I I have been in the past. What about holidays? The same, like you know possibly now people can go on holidays we'd kind of written off our holiday we thought that wasn't going to happen we'd got Mexico booked for the end of June which was um a follow but over from last year they just like pushed it you know carried it over to this year for us I don't know if I want to go to Mexico in June to be honest with you um, you know even if they say we could go it's I don't know I don't know if I feel safe enough are you gonna go away yeah, Do you, yeah. <laughs> We've had banker, we've had bankers in. We 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 are a banker holiday anyway. We 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 look forward to our holidays, and I appreciate everyone's concerns. I think our biggest concern is we were going on a very um, like once in a lifetime cruise last year for my husband's fortieth, and obviously that got postponed to oh, this year. No. Um, so we did a very um, equivalent. <laughs> party in the garden with the four of us sailing between some blue sheets <laughs> I love it <laughs> and I got the kids dressed up as waiters but um that's so, so that's cool. rebooked and it's rebooked yeah. for my son's 13th birthday which he thinks is brilliant because he's telling everyone he's going on a cruise for his birthday which <laughs> makes us look like <laughs> the world's most indulgent parents but um brilliant then um we we don't know if it'll happen and but I I, I must admit we will probably go I, I'm. I am appreciate. Well, that's a bit safer, though, you know, because I guess with being a cruise ship, I, I guess they will test everyone before they get on, and you know, I think, you know, it'll. I, I would say precaution-wise, it depends if other countries let you in, but as a as a whole, holidays. If we can go, we will go. We yeah. um, we're not very social. With the you know we're not the sort of people that go clubbing or you know I try really hard to have a face on by the pool that says don't come and talk to me because I'm not a very <laughs> nice person love it <laughs> if you have love to it. play with my kids that's fine but parents don't expect to have a drink with me because Do I'm you know reading. what I try my best to have that face on but I don't know if it's because I've worked with children for so many years Rich finds it hysterically funny that I attract toddlers it's like they go, she knows how to look after kids. She'll be fun. And so I will be there reading my book because my kids are older now and they'll be, you know, entertaining themselves and they're in and out of the pool. You know, I'm watching them, obviously. Um, and I will just suddenly 
have attract these toddlers on you know kind of beds sunbeds near me and the parents oh they're happy aren't they they're happy for their toddler to come and talk to the lady <laughs> with a book who's trying yeah. to relax oh. you see that you, that's where you've gone wrong you see I've spent years perfecting the face to the point where even my own kids don't come towards me <laughs> if I've got that face on <laughs> but it. no I, I, I appreciate it. not everyone will want to go but yeah. I think I mean, obviously, we keep an eye on where, where we go in the cases. And like I say, we're not that sociable anyway. We don't really talk to people in, in, guess, on holiday yeah. or at home. It's about just monitoring numbers, isn't it? And checking where you're going and, and finding what's going on. But I think it, it does feel nice. It feels nice. I think I can't wait to be able to just hug my family. That just sounds really dull. But honestly, it's simple stuff like that. Or even to just go out for some food together as a family. Or to go out yeah. with my mates, my girl mates, you know, my my the bad mums club. I can't wait to see the girls and just let go and see other faces other than my little lovely family as much as I love them. It's been a year of just, you know, I want to see someone else. <laughs> I, I think actually that's possibly why I'm a little bit more apprehensive because one thing that struck me throughout the whole of this lockdown is how many people are saying they want to go and hug their mums and their dads and how much they're looking forward to spending time with their families. And I totally understand that. And I'm so happy people get to do that. But obviously, as someone who doesn't have any parents, God, yeah. um, that's a really hard thing to keep seeing. And I, I'm not bitter. That would be unfair. And I'm, I've always been a, you know, just you, you, you dealt the cards that you're dealt. And um, if, you know, I don't resent anyone having their dad give them away on their wedding or their yeah. mum seeing their grandchildren. But it's a very strange feeling that, yes, I, I'll see my sister, but I won't see my parents again after all of this. God, um, that's tough, actually. And Do you think that's, that's made, like... Has it made it... I mean, it's, it's the worst it could possibly be to lose two parents, but has lockdown actually made it worse in the respect that you've had to think about it more? I think it's in your face slightly more. Yeah, um, yeah I'd say it's it's probably the equivalent to going into the supermarket in the lead up to Mother's Day or Father's Day and yeah. the bombardment of emails. And it's no one's fault and I don't blame anyone at all. In fact, like I say, I think it's lovely how many people appreciate their families and want to see their families. Yeah. But it... And it, it didn't really occur to me. It just hit me half... I think someone posted something on Twitter during the first lockdown... And it's really stuck with me that, and it's sort of, again, over Christmas, everyone's like, oh, I'm seeing my family over Christmas. And we were lucky enough to see my husband's family, which was lovely. And I love them. They've been a big part of my life for, you know, nearly 20 years. But I wasn't seeing my family. Yeah. Um, I know them. it sounds like they're not my family. They're very important no, parts of totally my life. But there is sense. still a difference. Totally valid. Um, yeah, saying I totally totally get it I think Rich and I were talking about this as well because as you as you know Amy but listeners won't know we lost um Richie's mum um at New Year's Eve actually and we've both said it's almost like we feel that when lockdown ends we're going to see her again and that's really weird yeah. because we've not had that it's been a very weird grieving time because we've grieved on our own rather than around his sisters and our family that we normally would or carried on doing normal things and you know not seeing his dad or kind of doorstep visits and it's all very strange and I think I'm almost not looking forward to the end of lockdown because we might have to face what's happened yeah I think realism will hit and um 
it's it's been a very eye-opening experience and it's made me very aware of my emotions and my feelings and I think other people will probably feel the same I think I'd like to think in a way it's worked it, it has the positive that maybe you've you find who you appreciate more and perhaps you find the people who haven't actually added value to your lives yeah and maybe it'll give it people will have the opportunity to focus and think because I've always been a bit of again I think it's because I've lost my parents I don't have enough time to see the people I love so I don't want to spend my time spending time with people who I don't really who don't bring me joy and I really hope that maybe that can help people coming out of lockdown but I do think it'll be intense for people especially if they've lost people during lockdown like you say there's there's definitely two levels there's you know my, both my parents were gone way before any of this happened but it still hit home that oh I, I'm definitely not going to be able to hug my mom and dad after this yeah. but then the people who have lost people through this it must be even more heart-wrenching because I always knew that I wouldn't really it's just a bit of a realization of oh whereas people who've lost someone during this like you say they're probably in this weird bubble waiting and like you say I think the reality won't hit until afterwards and I think it's going to be really hard I also think lots of people because we've not had wakes there's not been any nobody's had wakes Mm. so there's been you know the services are very limited numbers it's very surreal um and we're having a big memorial kind of party as it were at the end of summer um and so it's almost like limbo again it's almost like well that's going to be kind of a bit of closure as well for us all to be able to because that's the thing you do when you lose somebody all want to be together to talk and share stories and yeah we do it on whatsapp and you share stories via you know social media and stuff it's not the same as having a having a sit down and a cup of tea or a cake or nice gin (laughs) and talking my my sister-in-law's are all like gin drinkers like me quite fortunately um so yeah it's that kind of having a drink and having a chat and just you know reminiscing of the good old days we've not been able to do that and I think that does help when you have a funeral and you say goodbye to people yeah it's strange without wallowing not a magic fix is it but it does make it you got you're getting it out aren't you you're getting everything out what you want to say and yeah I really didn't want my mum to have a funeral um, because I really didn't enjoy my dad's. I think at 18, it was perhaps a little bit overwhelming and I felt very much on view. I I found it quite intrusive. Whereas with my mum's, I wasn't looking forward to it, but I now appreciate how important they are because it gave us an opportunity and other people the opportunity for closure, um, which, like you say, you can only do so much on your own whereas as a a group gathering it's almost it's more significant yeah I'm going to tell a story now to lighten lighten this a little (laughs) to lighten this a little so uh still funerals but um Richie's mom are just wonderful lady um and Richie's dad had chosen some amazing music some lovely songs and some funny songs as a funny song for her to to come out to as well um but the (laughs) the guy in the church who was doing the music hmm, how do I say this nicely not uh not 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 a great DJ not great Mm -hmm. on the old tech and um uh, Richie's mum came up the church aisle to the vicar's alarm ringtone, which was by the speaker. <laughs> and her alarm was going off. And um, it's that oh. moment when you're all really upset, but you're all looking at each other going, what's that? 
what's going on and the thing is I said you know she would have found that hysterical she and I think it was the light moment that we all needed after a really shit a really shit time of it you know um and I just it's the first thing we all spoke about afterwards you know socially distanced outside the church okay what about the uh vicar's alarm clock then <laughs> that poor vicar what was what was face like he said i am so very sorry i you know, i did tell everybody didn't i to turn their phones off and I, and I left mine on and the alarm went off and i said well it's a good job your alarm was kind of just a normal alarm can you imagine if she'd have liked rock heavy rock metal or something oh my goodness or shake it off or something <laughs> yes, amazing <laughs> oh dear but yeah no it's it's all it's a very weird time we're in isn't it and i think a lot of people feel like they don't want to talk to each other anymore i think everyone's just feeling a bit ugh. but um and, and i think you know there's so many people saying come on hang on in there it's all going to be okay we've been hanging on in there for a year man it's it's so just hard. do what you need to do definitely yeah. do what you need to do there's that um meme going around at the moment about people not talking so don't feel bad if you don't it's, it's all about rushed, tech, you know, quick replies on messages or short conversations and everyone's run out of things to say. Um, and I think it's really important that we don't feel obliged. It's not our responsibility to keep other people going. You, yeah. I, it's good to support the people Very around you, point. but it goes back to you've got to, you don't do it at the own detriment of your own mental health. And if be sometimes selfish. you just want to say it, shit, yeah, be selfish, say it shit and have a cry. But, um, yeah, it's really important just to look after yourself for the, you know, because it's all very well as being excited for two weeks on the eighth for the eighth, but some people still have another. I think it's five weeks. Yeah, and then we've um, got Easter holidays. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like a little tease, isn't it? They can go back, but only for two weeks. <laughs> and then back, they, back they come. <laughs> Definitely bless them. Yeah, I think I think we'll all be okay. We it will be okay. It will be okay in the end. But if you don't feel okay now, don't feel don't feel guilty for feeling apprehensive about what's happening. Don't feel guilty if you're feeling like worried about lockdown coming to an end. Because I know, like we've spoken to lots of people, and we and you know we're chatting to people, and everyone's kind of saying the same thing. They are worried. They are worried. It's not. It's not going to just be norm normality, is it? No, it's not as joyous as the first time because I think we're all apprehensive to see what comes around in the next 12 months. Um, but also, it's all very easy to be apprehensive and, and it's totally normal, but I think it's really important. I know this is what I do anyway, is to just grasp the moments, which is why I say, oh, yeah, we've got bankers in for holidays all over the world. Um, <laughs> just focus on little bits that make you happy little moments little steps forward that's what keeps me going you know meeting a friend when the boys um go to school on the first day you can meet a friend and sit on a bench and have a hot chocolate and Such socially distance toast the fact that the kids are at school and that you can see each other without having to power walk around something brilliant idea brilliant idea and keep doing your little self-care moments you know we do understand we do understand about finding that time when there is no time but keep doing it and listen back to the episodes that we've done already got some amazing tips and we've got some amazing people coming up on future episodes as well Thanks for listening. Bye. I need a little time for me to just be free of the daily.